Hey guys, Darren Bentley here. And before we get started, I wanted to make a special announcement. We have officially opened registration for the Private Money Conference, which is a three-day live event where you will learn directly from Jay and his team how to raise thousands of dollars in private money to fund all of your real estate deals. Now, in today's changing market, more and more people are losing out to other investors because most of those investors have the cash to fund these deals. Did you know that you are missing out on 87% of the real estate deals out there because you don't have access to private money? Sadly, most real estate investors don't even know this is the reason why they continue to lose deal after deal. And with everything that's happening in the market today, you absolutely need every advantage available to you. And having access to unlimited amounts of private money is your big advantage. So to register for this live event, head over to jconnor.com forward slash event. Again, that is jconnor.com, J-A-Y-C-O-N-N-E-R.com forward slash event, where you will be able to lock in your seat for this live in-person three-day event, which takes place June 12th, 13th, and the 14th in beautiful North Carolina. But you got to be fast because there are a limited number of seats, and when they are gone, they're gone. So again, to take advantage of this incredible event and to learn how to raise all the private money you'll ever need directly from Jay Connor and his team, head over to jayconnor.com forward slash event. Again, that is jayconnor.com, J-A-Y-C-O-N-N-E-R.com forward slash event. Now let's get into today's episode. Well, I still seem to be in the show according to this, um, but it looks like Jay has cut out. Do you got me, Scott? I don't. You know. You're still in the show. Jay is gone. I muted myself, and I always talk when I'm muted. <laughs> okay. So you want me to hold tight for him, or uh, I, I could continue with that story at least to give him some time to get. Yeah, to, yeah. To get Let's finish that story off. Okay. Sorry about that. So uh, essentially, at, at with that program, I've been able to you know pay down that house now for eleven years. It's on a thirty-year. It's on a thirty-year mortgage. I lived there for a year because that's one of the requirements of the FHA two hundred three k loan program is that it has to be owner occupied. So I was right out of college. I didn't care living with the college students. I had a room in the basement and uh, lived there until I got another property um, and then moved into into that one. So I, I think for people who are interested in investing in, in one to four family homes, especially like three and four family homes and you haven't gotten started before and you have a limited amount of money, the FHA 203K loan program or even the FHA programs are, are, are great because with the FHA program, you can get in for that 3.5% down. And if you have a four, a four family, you're able to live in one unit. And in most cases, the revenue from the other three units would fully pay for your asset and allow you to cash flow. Um, I used it in a single family home scenario where I was still living there and renting out to college students. But for someone who's like not quite ready to live with college students, because that's that's a different way of living. Um, if you're not ready for that, I highly recommend that program on like the triplexes and, and, and fourplexes out there because you can buy up to four 
for families with 3.5% down. Was, to me, there's, I know there's some VA loans that you get in for, for 0%, but if you're not a veteran or you're not working for the armed forces, I think that's one of the best programs you could get yourself, get yourself into to get started. Carl, thank you for keeping the show going. I lost internet connection, but looks like I'm back now. Is everything everything good on my end, right? Yep, I hear you loud and clear. I see you. <laughs> back. Excellent. Well, well, thank you for getting the story going. So, um, did you just share with everyone about how you got into multifamily and how you funded that? Into into actually, I I don't get into more than one to four units, but what I I do get into like twos and fours and singles. Um, so that's a, my portfolio is mostly single family homes. I do also have a co-working space, which is commercial. Um, and that was born out of need once again. And it's kind of the pattern that I, that I follow is create what I need. Um, so a big piece of my portfolio is that, uh, I have a 11,000 square foot space in New York, New York, um, right across the street from, you know, the iconic Macy's building. And that started out as just a, a small project getting office space because I was in a co-working space and I didn't like the landlord. And I felt, you know, I have enough experience. I have a little money behind me. I might as well do this myself. Um, but I had, I I'm looking personally to get into multifamily development because I, that to me, that's the natural next step for me to start accelerating my portfolio uh, beyond what it is now. I got you. Now, I know you're into raising private money like I am. You were sharing your story about the crash 2008, 2009. That was actually my biggest blessing in disguise was getting cut off from the banks with <laughs> no notice in January of 2009. And like you out of necessity, I had to find a better way and quicker way to get my deals funded. I was, I learned about this wonderful world of private money. And since that experience, in the uh, third week of January, 2009, I've never missed out on a deal because I did not have the funding. So I've got one last question for you before we call it, call it a wrap on the show. And then we'll let everybody know how to continue the conversation with you and to get in contact with you. But in your experience of raising um, funding for your deals, what do you consider to be the most consistent problem that people run into uh, when they are looking to raise money for projects? lack of experience and a lack of being able to get investor confidence, I would say is the, is the biggest issue. Because and how, have, how have you fixed those two problems in your experience? With me was, was really just talking to more people, right. And waiting until somebody was either interested in supporting, you know, what I had going on. Cause I already had a few properties. So I was able to show, look, this is one college, uh, property. This is how much it costs. This is how much it rents for. This is the spread that I make. Uh, I haven't had a vacancy in X amount of time. I'm going to repeat the same, you know, up the street. So I had some traction already that that made it easier and made it more palpable for people to 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 be interested in. But for someone who is completely green, you're going to have to be able to communicate that you know what you're doing and that you're going to be able to execute some way, somehow, right? Either you have relevant experience because you're a contractor or you've been in property management or you're a real estate agent and you're very familiar and you've you know, negotiated a, a great deal. You're going to need to be able to present to your investors that 
you're the person to execute and you're the person to not lose their money, right? If you can't do that, you're never going to raise, you're never going to raise or unless you keep working and you find someone who just doesn't know better, but chances are they don't have much money if they don't really know how to assess good from bad. Yeah. So given your expertise and your experience so far as a real estate investor, what would you say in this world of real estate investor, you are really, really good at and set you apart? I think I'm really good at kind of seeing the, the realistic need that exists in an area. I remember like in 2012, the market was just starting to turn in New York and people started to get, to get a little more confident. And I started looking at where can I invest that isn't as costly as Brooklyn and Manhattan, but offers the same value as Brooklyn and Manhattan for people who are commuting in. So I started just following the train lines into the Bronx, into New Jer Northern New Jersey, Newark. And I started to see that, you know, prices were like, you know, in New York city to get property for a, uh, hundred like a hundred thousand dollars per unit just doesn't quite exist anymore but then you could in the bronx meanwhile something in harlem which is in the north side of manhattan which is demographically the same as the bronx same commuting time properties were selling for anywhere between four hundred and seven hundred thousand dollars per unit wow so it's like just take a different train for the same amount of time and it's you know 17 minutes to grand central station why is this property only valued at, at $100,000 per unit? It doesn't make any sense. So for me, I, I can kind of look at an area and make sense of where's the, the, the value for the people who are going to be occupying the space and how much are people going to be willing to that access to the highways, those sort of things, access to public transportation. So I could kind of look at an area and know that it has that upward potential or people will start to kind of relocate from the more expensive side of town to the more affordable side of town because it offers similar, you know, amenities or, or similar access to their workplace. So I think that that's where I'm more, where I excel. Excellent. Well, Carl, thank you so much for taking the time to uh, be with us. We've had more people join us, uh, you know, since starting the show. Uh, we got Derek from Maryland. Uh, welcome to the show, Derek. Carl, for, um, I'm sure we got some folks that would like to continue the conversation with you. And what is the best way for folks to be in contact with you and uh, reach out to you? I would say the best way would be my YouTube channel, which is EN. ENTP life, which ENTP is my personality type. It's not the entrepreneur's life. People think that, um, but it's my Myers-Briggs personality type. And there I mostly talk about real estate business and all the other things that I'm interested in, but it's heavily focused on how to create a business, how to organize your, your big business, how to approach real estate investing from the newbie to maybe even the more seasoned investor. And I also am launching a program called Killing the American Dream which allows people to get you know, 14 hours of direct education and the opportunity to invest and learn. So you would invest alongside me in a deal. I think that's the best way to learn how to, uh, to invest in real estate is actually to participate in a deal. So rather than pay for education, you get your education for free and we both make money. It's not just kind of this money grab that I was used to experiencing when I went to seminars. I designed it that way just to to actually offer something that was different.
That's fantastic. Now, do you have a URL that's www.entplife.com? Yes, I do. Excellent. So that's your <laughs> URL and you also have your uh, YouTube channel. Yep. Same, same handle. E-N-T-P-Life. That's excellent. That's excellent. So uh, Chris uh, just tuned in and said, thank you, Carl. He has subscribed to your YouTube channel. So that's awesome. All right, Carl, uh, one last uh, comment and I'll let you go. What's the number one best piece of advice you can give to a brand new real estate investor? Do a deal. Um, That's the best advice I could give you is do a deal. Whether the deal works out and and you were lucky and you made money on that deal, awesome. Uh, You made money and you, you got your feet wet. Uh, if the deal is a horrible deal and and uh, you just didn't take the proper precautions, you're gonna you're gonna learn a painful lesson, but you're gonna also still see that there's there's a immense value there and and what you could do better. Yeah, you know, I, I would I would compliment your advice for one piece: do a deal with a seasoned investor that's already been through the mines. Hence, mm-hmm. your what you offer. Um, what you offer, Carl, to where someone could work with you. Carl, thank you so much. I appreciate you being on the show, my friend. Not a problem. Thank you, Jay. And thanks to everyone. Thanks, everyone, for joining. Be sure and subscribe, rate, and review if you are tuning in now from uh, iTunes. Uh, You may be on iTunes listening to the podcast, or you may be listening to Google Play. Uh, If you're watching on one of our YouTube channels or Facebook, be sure to subscribe and like and review and uh, leave a comment. I'm Jay Connor, the Private Money Authority, wishing you all the best. And here's to taking your real estate investing business to the next level. We'll see you on the next show. Bye for now.